Hey everybody, welcome to the Linux Cast for June 2020. No, we haven't done a Linux Cast in over a year. It's insane, and I don't even know if I'd be doing this now if I hadn't looked at the stats and thought that people were actually listening to our old shows. It's craziness. Now I'm all alone. I'm Matt. Normally, Ricky joins me, um, and I think I've talked him into doing a few more episodes with us, or, or with me. But for today, you're just stuck with me. Um, and I'm going to do that a lot. I'm going to say, um, over and over again. I'll try to edit some of those ums out, but I, <laughs> I won't catch them all, that's for sure. So today I want to talk about Arch Linux. Now, Arch has become a meme, right? Arch. I use Arch, by the way, you know, um, people are very proud when they install Arch for the first time. I know I was. Like, oh my god, I installed Arch. I must be some kind of Linux, you know, savant <laughs> you know and but uh, and, and i guess you should be proud that you installed arch linux but I, I think because people are so make such a huge deal of installing arch linux arch linux has taken on this you know um you know the, the reputation that it's really hard to install and only linux pros can do it and that's just completely not true if vanilla arch linux is fairly easy to install as long as you follow the directions um, it can be hard to install for you. It's like there's added complexity if you're on a computer that doesn't have an Ethernet jack. If you're just if you're using Wi-Fi, so that can be a little bit difficult. It gets a little bit more difficult if you're using UEFI on your laptop instead of just using legacy BIOS. So I mean, it can be hard, but for the most part, Arch is really easy to use. And there's also derivatives uh, like Argo, which is what I use a lot of the time. Um, just due to laziness. Um, Manjaro is really big. Plus there's other, there, there are installers that literally just install Arch Linux. Like the Zen installer, the Zen installer or uh, Anarchy, I think is still around. Um, so Arch Linux is much more approachable than it's meant to be, made out to be. So today I wanted to talk about the five reasons why you should use Arch Linux or a derivative. I want to point that out. These um, my five reasons will apply to anything that's based on Arch Linux. Um, if you don't feel like learning how to install Arch Linux, or maybe you know how and just would rather not do it, you know, you'd rather use a GUI installer, have at it. Because these, these reasons also apply to that. So I want to start out with number five, because no list is proper unless you go backwards. I mean, it's a countdown. You're supposed to count down. So the first one I'm going to list is... Community. Alright, so the, the Ubuntu community is really big and robust and very helpful and for the most part very, very friendly. I mean, uh, Popey and uh, Wimpy, those guys are on YouTube and you can talk to them and they'll answer questions and, um, you know, there's a whole other community-wide based thing on Ubuntu. You can do things. And a lot of times the Arch Linux community is seen as prickly. Um, they're the read the fucking manual uh, community, but once you get past that, if if you can, if you read the manual and you have problems, I've not found another community that's as helpful as the Arch community can be. Now, be, because Arch is a little bit more complex than Ubuntu, a lot of the problems you run into often tend to be more complex as a result. So you go different places for you know uh, support or whatever. You go to the, the Arch forums or. Uh, you go to the the subreddit for Arch Linux or uh, you know any of the the 
multitudes of Discord servers or Telegram things, or the big one is the Arch Wiki. The Arch Wiki, Wiki is fantastic. It's huge, humongous. Um, it has pretty much everything you have. Now, it's not... If you're a, a noob to Linux, you're going to have a hard time even with the Arch Wiki because it's a little bit more technical. It's written like a technical man manual. It's not written as a like a blog post where you know a noob talks to a noob. Um, so it, it can be a little bit daunting. But once you get past that technical, you know, language, it's very very helpful. So that that's going to be number five is community. Technically, really, that could be number one. Now, I also enjoy Arch, and this is going to be number four, is because you can really choose and customize what you want to do with it. Now, if you're using a derivative of Arch Linux, chances are it's going to be your experience is going to be much like it would be with Ubuntu. You'll download Manjaro GNOME Edition or Manjaro KDE Edition or whatever, um, and you know then you're that's the desktop environment very likely that you'll use. If you install Arch the traditional way, you get to choose what desktop environment you use, and that ability to learn not only that ability to choose also allows you to learn how to do install desktop environments, install you know window managers and uh, display managers and login managers and all these things that you you know you want do on on Ubuntu because Ubuntu does those things for you. And while that's definitely a pro if you're a completely a complete noob, um, if you're into learning things, the ability to customize and learn and slog your way through uh, an, an Arch Linux install until you have this thing and, and make it your own, I think that's one of the reasons why people say, I use Arch Linux, by the way, and they're proud of it because they've spent this time to make their system their own. Um, I know I know that's why. I, I'm proud of it. Like, I, I use i3. It's very, it's become a meme on Unix porn, obviously, but it just allows you to go through and, you know, customize it to your heart's content, rice it, and change the, the keyboard bindings, and do all those things. And, now, and while you can do those things on Ubuntu, you can, I mean, it's Linux, so you can pretty much do whatever you want to do. It just, fe it, it feels different on Arch because you do it right from the start, whereas, you, you know, you start on Ubuntu, you start with, you know, desktop environment, and if you're new, you probably just think that's what you're using. Or, if you want to use something different, you think you have to reinstall Ubuntu and come up with another one, you, you know, choose another flavor or whatever, and which, you know, isn't the case, but it might seem that way. So, number three. Um, I'm going to go with uh, just general stability and reliability. Um, Arch has a bad reputation for being, because it's a rolling distro, uh, of being, in, you know, unstable and unreliable, and oh my god, if uh, an update might come through and it's going to crash uh, my system and I'm going to lose everything, eh, it doesn't happen. Okay, I, I can't say it. it does happen, but it doesn't happen very often. Um, and most of the time, when an update is going to break your system, it just your computer your computer just won't update. So it will break within the the update manager, and it just won't update. It, you know, and then you go to the Ar you know archlinux.org, and almost 100% of the time there's a little fix right there in the in the, the news feed of how to get past whatever problem you're having. But that's very very rare. I I've been using Arch Linux or an Arch Linux derivative now full time for probably two years, and I can think of one time 
that I've had an update problem. And like I said, it, it didn't break to my system. It just broke the update manager and it, the computer wouldn't update. You know, everything else was still working. It just wouldn't let you do Pac-Man dash capital S Y-U. Yeah, I totally stumbled over that. <laughs> so Arch Linux is stable. It's just as stable as Ubuntu is. But you get the, the bleeding edge software and sometimes that stuff breaks. That's one of the things about Arch Linux is that it's not, I mean, if, you, if you're a noob Linux user, you, you know, you're probably not going to install Vanilla Arch. You'll use Manjaro. And the great thing about Manjaro is that instead of pushing out that bleeding edge software, a lot of that stuff is held back just a little. It's still rolling a rolling release, but it's held back and tested a little bit extra than it is in the Vanilla Arch repos. Um and things fail a little bit less. So if you if you never used Arch before, use Manjaro for a while. Get get attached to the the AUR, and, and once you get attached to that, and you learn some about the way Arch Linux works, and you know, then you can try the vanilla version of Arch. Uh, was that number three? I can't remember. <laughs> I really should have wrote these down a little bit better and put numbers in front of them. Um, I don't care. Um, so the next one is going to be general package management. Now Pac-Man is fantastic. I dis I, I, I mean I dislike apt with a, a passion. Um you know in when I first started using Linux I I liked apt get and that's how long I've been using Linux is that when you you still used apt get in, in Debian based distros. Um now it's just apt and uh but now I hate it. And trying to find a PPA for things if it's not in the general uh, Ubuntu repos, uh, it's just um, it, it, it's a pain in the tuchus. Um So I don't like apt, but Pac-Man's way better. It allows you to not only are the are the, the the Arch repos just seem bigger, but there's more options. It's easier to customize and uh, go through and do searches and stuff like that. Where I mean, you can do that stuff with apt, but it's it just seems more hidden to me. Now maybe, maybe that's because I've just never used Ubuntu for long term, long enough in order to get a, attached to, to to apt. I don't know, um, and I probably will never find out because of the next one and the last one. It is related to this, and that's the AUR. I say this a lot. Once you use the AUR, which is starts for the Arch user repository, once you've used it, you never go back. Because you you go back, say you come into Arch, you use the AUR and Pac-Man for a little while, and then you go back to Ubuntu and realize that you have to go hunt on a website for a random PPA that's probably not been updated in three years, has you know um, old insecure software or whatever, um, and you're like, oh god, I missed the AUR. Now. <laughs> Honestly, like Ubuntu and Canonical are trying to solve this with Snaps, and the Fedora project is trying to solve this with Flatpak, and that's great. I think Snaps are fantastic. Um, but honestly, if they just adopted the AUR, <laughs> the AUR is basically Snap packages. Um, that's basically what they are. I mean, it's not they're not as cohesive, I guess, as as a Snap as we're all containerized and stuff like that which is i guess is a uh, you know benefit for of snaps but that idea of one place to get all of your software um like the snap store or the or flat hub you know that's what the aur is and that's what the aur has been forever 
Um, it makes those other ones look like old news. So I'm trying to think of how to put this. The, the AUR is just it's just so phenomenal. I mean, once you've installed all your pro your your packages, chances are you probably won't even think of the AUR all that much. But it's just so nice to go in and use a, a, a an AUR helper like Yay, um, and just Yay S whatever you need to install, and it's there. You know, there's the AUR has its own own um, database online. You can go through and search for packages, find the packages package name, and bam, you've installed all of your packages from one place. You don't have to search for you know, PPAs, you don't have to worry if the snap has been updated, you know, in the last year or something. It's just, it's so good. All that being said, Arch Linux does have some, some negatives, I guess. One of them thing is it is much more complex than Ubuntu. Um, even if you start out with a, one of the, you know, prepackaged Arch-based derivatives like Manjaro, there are things that you have to, you know, learn. And while I say complex, I guess I just say that it's not as uh, plug-and-play as like Ubuntu is. You, know, you install Ubuntu, you know, chances are you can just go start using stuff. Um, and while you can do that on Manjaro too, there's also things that you have to be willing to learn. Like you have to, if you're using the the KDE version of Manjaro, you have to use, learn how to use Octopi. Or if you're using one of the GNOME GTK-based versions of Manjaro, you have to learn how to use Pamac. Which is the the GUI version of uh, Pac-Man? And it's not as if these things are hard. They're not. They're very easy. It's just you have you have to be willing to learn. And um, I think that's what Arch is. Is Arch is really good. It's very simple. It's easy to install. It has all of these benefits, you know, along with some, you know, you know, downsides. Just like every distro. But unlike other distros, which are user friendly new user friendly it requires the it requires a user to have a drive to learn new things you know and try new things and and risk you know breaking your system by installing crazy packages and stuff or whatever whereas like um gnome and um you know ubuntu they they actively strive to protect users from themselves arch takes that uh protection away and just says here's a distro you learn how to do it Things might break while you're learning, but as long as you're willing to learn and fix your mistakes and Google, you know, when you have a problem and get involved in any of the different forms of community that they offer, that's the difference between Arch and, um, you know, like Ubuntu or um, Mint or whatever, is that they've removed that layer of protection for new users. And I think that's, I think that's good. I think that's one of the reasons why if you're just starting out with Linux, you probably should start off with Ubuntu. You know, it has that protection. It's really hard to break Ubuntu. You know, even if you install a crappy package that hasn't been updated in two years, chances are you're just going to be fine. You know, it, it might work, it might not, but your, your system's not going to break. If you have a, you know, you do an up, you know, an sudo apt update and you, you, you it's going to go through. Your, your computer's going to be updated after a restart and you're going to be perfectly fine. Um, but once you've been in Linux for a little while and you're more willing to learn and you have an idea of what to do when you have a problem, I think Arch is that perfect place. You know, it's it's not only for power users, but it's also for those users who have been with Linux for a little while and are willing to learn and, uh, you know, look up problems when they have, a, you know, new difficulties. Um, so that's why I think you should use Arch. I, um, and I think that's, you know, I think that's probably enough for today. I've been... 
sitting here umming through the whole damn show. Um, next time I do this, I have water standing by. I can't believe I did this whole thing without water. I'm really parched. <laughs> is that a, is that something people say? Anyway, so if you want to get contact with us, you can follow us on Twitter at the LinuxCast. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash LinuxCast. I do not have an email address for the show anymore. Wait a minute. Maybe I do. Uh, give me a second. Uh, it's always fun having to look these things up while you're recording something. Uh, I guess at least, no, I was, I spoke correctly. I don't have an email um, for this podcast. I will try to change that eventually. Um, I, we also don't have a website anymore. I stopped paying for the hosting because we weren't doing shows anymore. So I don't know if I'll get that signed up. Uh, but you can find us on all of all of our previous episodes in this episode, anchor.fm slash the Linuxcast. Um, so that'll probably be what we use for our, our um, you know, website or whatever. So we're going to try to do an episode next week. We're going to talk about our current state of Linux uh, usage. Like I'm using Arco. I want to talk a little bit about that. I don't know what Ricky's using right now. I think he's still using Ubuntu, but we'll see. Um, anyways, we'll, uh, we'll catch you next time. It won't be a year before we do another episode. I promise.